This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And as you know, uh, we are on the road again. We are attending one of our favorite small business events. It is the Small Business Success Summit, uh, all put on and brought to you by the Florida Small Business Development Center Network. So uh, it's, of course, old home week for us. Uh, All the regional directors from all the nine centers of the SBDC are here. Um, uh, Lots of consultants are here from across the state of Florida. And of course, uh, starting today, lots of clients and small business owners and operators will uh, be checking in. Uh, It's all taking place here at the Westin on the beautiful beach of Fort Lauderdale. And uh, we're kicking everything off with one of our most important critical partners and one of our very best friends uh, in small business. We've got Mr. Mark Cruz, who serves as the Executive Vice President and General Counsel for First Capital Finance. we know them as Florida First Capital. Uh, Mark, uh, as always, thank you for taking time out today to be with us here on Small Biz Florida. Uh, again, it goes without saying, Florida First Capital is such a critical and important partner uh, and collaborator with the Florida SBDC Network. So we appreciate all you do to support the small business community in terms of, uh, of access to capital. Thanks, Tom. It's great to be here again, and we're excited to be uh uh, partner and sponsor of the event to, uh, the whole week. That's um, right. So As a matter exciting. of fact, yeah. I think you are the primary uh, We sponsor. are the presenting sponsor. The presenting sponsor. Happy, nice. happy to do so. It's yeah. a longstanding relationship and just made a lot of sense for all of us. Yeah. So we, we appreciate that support too of the conference and, and of the summit and, uh, and of course appreciate the day-to-day support uh, in, in our critical work of helping uh, business owners get access to capital. Uh, before we went on the air, uh, I was actually in uh, an advisory uh, committee meeting for the Florida SBDC, and there was some data presented at the meeting. And, and of course, one of the, the top issues uh, for small business owners continues to be access to capital. Uh, Certainly. And, and I heard a word I've never heard today uh, in, in relations to access to capital, but uh, someone said the urgent need for access to capital, just speaking really about uh, that that business that has that opportunity presents itself to grow and expand. And, and you know, when that window opens, they need, you know, that kind of urgent access to capital. So, again, cannot thank you enough at Florida First Capital for all you do in helping the small business community. Uh, so let's start, as we always do, Mark, just uh, a little bit of background and pathway for you to Florida First Capital. Thanks, Tom. Uh, my pathway has uh, been a long and interesting one. Uh, I started. You're not that old, Mark. Well, I've, <laughs> I've got that youthful face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but uh, many many years ago, uh, the C- current CEO he started with two employees with Florida First Capital. Uh, he hired me as an intern when I was in law school in Tallahassee, and so I've known uh, Todd for many years. Uh, my pathway led 
working with him after I graduated. It led to the legislature. I worked in the House and the Senate. Todd hired me back again. Then I worked in the governor's office for about eight years uh, with Governor Scott and Governor DeSantis. And then uh, all that led to hot Todd reaching out again. And I'm on my third round with, <laughs> with Florida First Capital, and I believe this will be my last round. I'm very fortunate to be where I am. Uh, but it's been an exciting time. And what a great, uh, you know, we're a, non, a nonprofit. Obviously, we're cert, a certified development company chartered by the SBA. And, you know, our, our bread and butter is the SBA 504 loan program, uh, which is, you know, as we all are aware, is really great for small business access to capital. Let, let's talk about that just for a second. Explain really what is a 504. You know, everything in our world is acronyms. Sure. Uh, so what is an SBA 504 loan? So it just happens to use what's in the, the federal statute. They typically just use what number is in the, the federal statute. That's why it's 504. Um, but it's uh, designed for a small business to keep as much money in the pocket of the borrower as possible. The whole idea behind the program is to, to not get their money tied up in loans where they can't operate their business. And so uh, the borrower typically only has to come up with 10%, so up to 90% financing. The uh, first 50% is with, a, we always work with a third-party lender and I greatly appreciate our banking partners. And they uh, provide 50% and are in first uh, mortgage position. And then the SBA comes in uh, in the 40% uh, portion. And typically there's an interim loan until the SBA sells their bonds to do the takeout. Um, but it's a great program. It's used for uh, purchase of uh, fixed capital assets, uh, purchase of a building, build a building, buy dirt, uh, and actually long-term machinery and equipment. So uh, there's actually a specialty program for small business manufacturers um, that gives a little bit uh, more advantageous funding availability for, for small manufacturers. So there's a, uh, Congress made a focus on small manufacturing as well. Nice. Okay. And uh, I think it is important to note that you do work through, and you said this, you work through local lending institutions. So the 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 customer client works with that local bank, but but you are there to help the process along. Exactly, we 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 help. Uh, you know, if a, a small business borrower comes to us and they have a banking partner, we'll work with their banking partner. If they don't, we will help connect them through our network of relationships to a banking partner uh, to make sure you know that that that, that need is met to to do a five hundred four, and right. uh, it can be used for you know eligibility is pretty wide open for small businesses. And uh, in terms of uh, coverage of the state of Florida, uh, Florida First Capital has representatives. You don't have to go to Tallahassee to, to work with Florida First Capital, correct? We are uh, statewide. Um, we have physical offices in Tallahassee, uh, Jacksonville, and Melbourne, um, but our business development officers cover the entire state. Nice. And, you know, at the top of the show here, I've, I've talked again about the partnership and the importance of Florida First Capital uh, to small business. I can tell you right now, just in my, uh, my region down on the Treasure Coast, we've got multiple uh, loan applications in uh, for 504 loans through Florida First Capital. And I, I think uh, we recently, you know, did a loan on a craft brew, uh, you know, establishment. Uh, those are pretty unique. You know, not everyone is uh, wild about craft brew, but I think you guys, uh, Florida First Capital, certainly um, you know, see some, see some value in those. Talk a little bit about that sure. program a little bit. Well, in, in fact, you know, we're, we're actually 
craft brewer friendly, I would say. We've done a, <laughs> quite well, a Well, I am too. For, uh, well, yeah. for business for other purposes. Reasons. Right? <laughs> but, right. uh, uh, you know, it's actually a perfect uh, combination for a 504 loan because a craft brewer is usually looking to purchase a building to put it in and to have their establishment. And they're also look, and so they're either going to buy a building or renovate an existing one, right. which fits perfectly with a 504. And they're going to need to purchase machinery and equipment because you have to buy the, right. uh, the brewing equipment to, to have their craft brewery. Right. So it's a perfect uh, fit for a 504 loan. Yeah. Um, and we've built a great relationship uh, we attended the Florida Brewers Association conference two weeks ago in Orlando. Um, and like you were just mentioning in, in your neck of the woods, uh, in 2021, uh, our business development officer, Brenda, worked with uh, your office uh, with Paradola Brewing. And uh, Paradola has been in existence since 2014, but they had been leasing what was a former old post office. And the uh, in about 2021, the uh, owner was looking to sell. And they came to you all looking for, you know, what they should do, right. connected with us, and were able to put together a, uh, a 504 loan for them to, to purchase and acquire that building. Um, and so that's in place and moving forward. And, and they're, you know, it, it, what's really great is the, the, the folks that we work in the small business community do more than just their small business. Right. And uh, Pete and Lynn Davis apparently are very involved in their community. They are. Um, I think he does a, a charity golf tournament. Uh, uh, Sebastian. Uh, so he also uh, mentors other craft brewers. So really just, you know, it's, it's feel good, you know, putting my head on the pillow at night just because right. we helped a small business. But, you know, as you've seen, our clients uh, are very involved in their community and, right. and want to do more for the community uh, than just their own business. So it's really great. And I think uh, too, in working with Brenda, I have to say what's so nice is, is and you take an example like Paradola, Paradola Brewing, what's so nice is, is Brenda really does walk us through step by step. So, you know, Brenda and I kind of start, uh, in the beginning, we have the high level conversation. Uh, here's the parameters of the deal. Uh, she will tell us pretty quickly. All right. That I think that works. I think that fits. And then it's, uh, it's, it's really then down to the to-do list. All right, Tom, here's what we need to get the client to gather up. And, uh, then basically we're able to turn it over to her. She connects us uh, if they don't have, as you mentioned, if they don't have that relationship uh, with a lender, she connects us with the lender. And then it's a matter of just kind of, you know, uh, making sure we're filling in any gaps with documentation and she takes the deal and, and uh, you know, kind of leads it. So it, it, it really is an incredible process. And, and it's something we can do, I think, back to what I said earlier, the urgent need for for access to capital i think we uh you know we sort of meet the need of urgent it, it can move quickly absolutely and, and you know our, our team is focused on that because it is an urgent need and you know in our interest rate environment right. it makes it even yeah. more more urgent right and then i think in paradola's case brenda brought helped bring marine bank to the table uh and so that happened to be a case where she had a, a relationship right um, and so, you know, it really works that way. And in the conversations with the borrower, it may lead into, well, we have other needs that might not uh, be entirely met by the 504. Right. And we've been fortunate to work closely with now formerly Department of Economic Opportunity, now Florida Commerce. Uh, and we helped deploy several of their uh, uh, programs, right. including the state small business credit initiative, 
as well as uh, what's called Rebuild Florida, which are programs uh, where funds were provided to the state for recovery from actually going back to Michael and Irma that are still available for small businesses that meet other, other maybe working capital, other kinds of needs. And that is a great point, too, because just the other day um, I was talking to Brenda about a, a, a potential lending opportunity for a small business. Really great project. And after reviewing uh, documentation, Brenda came back to me and said, Tom, I think we I think this is a doable uh, deal. And and I think we can leverage some state dollars. So she actually recognized that, uh, you know, identified a gap. Uh, where she felt she could fill in with state dollars. So exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there, it's a, the, the business, it's not a, a one size fits all situation. Right. And we, we work to help to meet the need. Right. And if we can't provide it, we're going to help, help right. locate that source for that small business. And I know we're, we're sort of, uh, we've sort of talking local here about our center, which represents the treasure coast, but, but there are nine SBDC centers across the state of Florida, and you obviously have the same relationship with all of those that you do with us. Absolutely, it is a statewide partnership, and uh, you know our, our business development officers work closely in their regions to provide the same type of assistance you were describing that Brenda does. Right, um, and so we all work collaboratively yeah. to meet their needs. We do the access to capital, and you guys do the important part right. that the business may need in various other ways. So let's talk, you did talk about, uh, you touched on the SSBCI, another one of those uh, acronyms, State Small Business Credit Initiative, um, which here at the conference actually uh, yesterday, we had a couple of breakout sessions with, um, with our good friend and partner Mason from DEO talking about the SSBCI. Touch on that a little bit um, and, and how could a small business owner potentially leverage that? Sure. Um, and uh, we were fortunate that Darcy Brown and was on that panel with Mason, a great partnership with, with the department again on this issue. Um, and SSBCI, uh, for our, our portion that we're helping deploy, uh, it can be used by any certified development company. Uh, we just happen to be the coordinator for that. Um, and it can be, we're using it as a, uh, the state dollars being used as the bridge loan. When I was talking about the 504 and there's that interim loan, the, that's where the state comes in and funds the uh, interim portion, which reduces the risk profile for the third-party lender who's doing the first part. Because sometimes, in many cases, they're doing the interim loan. But with the state dollars, and especially this risk environment that banks are facing, it makes a great risk profile position for the bank. The state funds the interim, and then the SBA comes in and does the takeout. Yeah, and I think and you you touch on a really a kind of interesting and important issue because these banks, I, I recently had a, a conversation with a, with a local community bank and I, you know, just amazing what's going on, but correct me if I'm understanding all this uh, incorrectly, but the, the local banker told me that they're stress testing now a, a lot of their loans. And even prior to approving a new loan, they're having to take the interest rates that may normally be 8% today but they're having to really look at that loan at a 10%. So they're having to ask themselves the question, yes, I can approve them at eight, but do, does the loan still work at 10? Is that, is that, is it, that it, a fair assessment of what's going on in the, in the marketplace? Certainly, you know, when we saw some of the, the mid-bank uh, issues where some, there were some, uh, some failures, I think the regulatory environment for banks has changed. And I think that's where, you know, as, as we're working with our small businesses, and we can bring that, uh, SSBCI right. to the table, um, that I think changes the dynamic for yeah. the bank to say, hey, 
I can actually do this because right. I'm not having to worry about the delay in the interim um, to, to fund that portion. Right. And so it really makes a significant difference yeah. in their evaluation. So you, you really are now, you're making the banks more comfortable. You're helping to secure the banks in a way that they can do some loans that they may not normally want to do. Exactly. Okay. And then, and, and in turn, we're helping our customer, the small business owner, right. get that loan who otherwise yeah. might not happen. Right. No, it, it all makes great sense. And there are other, uh, you're working with, I guess, one element, one program under the SSBCI, but there are some other elements to SSBCI, collateral gap, and there are other, other programs, correct? There are, and, and lenders are able to participate those. They uh, can, uh, as Mason was describing to the group yesterday, they can come up with the that package that they want to uh, have the state participate in and bring that to DEO. And they can look at the different programs available and see what makes sense. Or they can tell a department, hey, here's where we have a gap. And this is where we think SSBCI might make sense in this situation. And I certainly don't want to uh, ever put you in a position to predict. But <laughs> where do you think we're headed in access to capital and banking in general? Do you think maybe we're, we're sort of you know, headed in the right direction? Uh, I know the Fed just raised the rate again, I think a quarter uh, percent. Uh, maybe this is the last raise. What, what do you think? I mean, what? I mean, I, I certainly I would never predict exactly. what they, they would do, but I think it's actually the, the right time. And this is why the 504 is so advantageous because it's long-term below market fixed interest rate. Nice. And, and like we talked about, it's up to 90% financing. And so if, if they've got a need, now's the time to take advantage of that. And, you know, we can work with all these different programs to make that work for the bank, too. Um, so I would say, you know, this, these are the kinds of times where the, the, the types of programs and things we work with you all on make total sense for small businesses to take advantage now. In the state of Florida, you know, even with all that's going on in the economy, the state of Florida has not stopped. Oh, no. no. We, we, things are happening. They, Florida is, uh, I think you, we, you've seen, you know, with uh, how the governor has uh, made uh, strategic decisions to make sure we remained open right. and it's our showing our economy is, is proving that right. uh, and sales tax collections are up dramatically people are moving here it's just a great place to be um, and I, you know, I'm a native Floridian myself uh, from Jacksonville and now in Tallahassee nice. um, so I guess uh, what uh, where does someone start uh, in, in in accessing you they can find out more about the 504 and, and Florida First Capital by certainly visiting uh, your website and information. But really, in order to engage you, you really either need to go to your your bank and, and ask about the 504 or come to an SBDC. Is that really how the, the engagement probably starts with, with Florida First Capital? Absolutely. And many times, you know, if, if the customer drives the conversation, you know, they're the can tell the bank, hey, we, we'd like to, to see what this is about. And certainly when they are meeting with you all, the same kind of conversation, exactly. And I believe, again, I don't want to quote an incorrect uh, statistic, but you, Florida First Capital, at one time, maybe still is, the largest 504 lender. Thank you. Yes, we've been yeah. very fortunate. And I would say over the last six years, we've been the number one SBA lender in the state, either in volume or in dollars. Um, so, you know, we, we're celebrating our 40th anniversary uh, this year as a company. And uh, just, you know, it's, it's a testament to our relationship with you all and the, the programs that we're able to bring to the table of, uh, of how much we've been able to deploy.
Nice. Uh, it is Mark Cruz who serves as the Executive Vice President and General Counsel for uh, First Capital Finance and, of course, as we know them, Florida First Capital. And um, again, I just cannot stress the importance of our partnership. I cannot thank you enough for your support of this Small Business Success Summit and support of, of course, the, the nine regions of the SBDC. Thanks, Tom. We really, I appreciate the opportunity to be here. And we, of course, appreciate the opportunity to be sponsoring this event. And, you know, it's, it's just a, a part of our ongoing relationship with you all, and, and it's going to continue. So thank you. Yep. So uh, if you are a small business owner, operator, you're looking to grow, expand, buy a building, uh, buy the, the dirt to put the building on top of, buy long-term equipment, uh, the SBA 504 is absolutely uh, really a top option and choice for you. The best place to get that 504 is through Florida First Capital. And the way to start that whole process is to either, as Mark says, talk to your local bank about partnering with Florida First Capital or find your nearest SBDC office. Great. Thanks again, Tom. Right. Great to be here. Thank you, Mark. Uh, this is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. We are covering all things small business here uh, for the next couple of days at the um, Small Business Success Summit, all taking place here at the Westin on Fort Lauderdale Beach, brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network. Stay tuned. A lot more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.